Probably gonna be rough because it's gonna be May. <laughs> yeah, I was right. It's rough. Uh, <laughs> That's so, what I bring to the table. Rough. Um, so hi and welcome to After Behind the Hype. After Behind the Hype. That makes sense, right? <laughs> My God. Uh, oh, wow. Welcome to Behind the Hype. With me, your host is always Brian Vessel. With me, as always, is Jonathan Hardesty. That's me. Uh, and Chewy unfortunately couldn't be here today because she's uh, off doing good things for humanity. You know. Priorities. Jeez, how dare you? How dare she? There's a daycare that needs masks, and she's like, you know, I guess I'm gonna take all my free time and actually sew these masks by hand and put them together. And I just think it's selfish of her. She should be here talking about movies with us. Yeah, it is so selfish to be selfless <laughs> these days. Jeez. God, she's not even charging him for it. It's like, come on, man, we gotta turn ah. a profit. <laughs> oh man, you guys could have been like millionaires by now, or at least thousandaires. You know? God, I can't believe it. So, so selfish. Ah. Oh. <laughs> man you could buy... just think of all the xboxes or playstations you could buy with that jeez i could someone I could... wasn't thinking i know oh well i guess she'll just have to be a good person or something uh, way to get those karma points <laughs> like a jerk so uh so yeah um chewie's not here because uh, she's doing very nice things and uh we will uh we'll 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 get by i'm sure when i asked her if she had anything to say about this movie uh or particularly Justin Timberlake in this movie, she said, uh, Justin had the perfect face to be like the white, not trustworthy guy. <laughs> I'm misphrasing it a little bit, but that was kind of the gist of where she was at. It's like, yeah, okay, I get it. I- I'm right there with her. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> that should be the tagline for the movie. <laughs> get ready for the white, distrustful face guy. <laughs> oh, God, that is uh, so true. Um, but before we start jumping way far into it, do we, did you have any uh, where have they been doings? No, I try to, but uh, funny thing with uh, being stuck inside with a bunch of kids and work and stuff like that, it's just you, you don't actually have the free time you think you're going to have. No, no, in fact, there's uh, shockingly less of it, uh, and uh, it takes a minute to get used to. But I, I did find time to watch uh, not a movie or anything. But I decided to go through some of his old like SNL sketches, like Dick in a Box and that sort of stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and I was like, you know what? It just like, let's look at some of the stuff that kept him in the limelight after he left NSYNC and whatnot. Because that's kind of what we're doing with like, his acting career. And I kind of forgot how funny he was just naturally in these things. Like You can just tell how good of friends he was with Andy Samberg and probably everybody from SNL or Lonely Island. And, and it's oh, just, yeah. It's just a joy to watch. Like you can just see like these guys just having a grand old time making these really stupid, silly videos. Uh, so yeah, I, I just uh, I thought that'd be kind of a fun way just to look at some other stuff in his career that we probably would never do a full episode on. Oh yeah, no, and I'm almost tempted to actually go through some of the old in sync music videos and stuff just to a time travel and b uh, get a sense because. There's like two eras of JT. It's like that in sync era and then this acting era, and it'd be interesting. I, for me, interesting to compare the two just energies that he gives off there. I mean, that, he's he's just charismatic as fucking both. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. But it's like I can see why people would be like, who people would be surprised at his jump into acting and the fact that that jump so far, especially in our month, hasn't had any missteps. No. 
we did have to switch out this movie for one that might have been a misstep, but I, uh, I still haven't seen it. So as far as we know, it was As far as we know. <laughs> three for three. Yeah. He, he's doing great. Um, but you're right. Like, uh, I didn't even bring this up yet. And, like, I've seen him live in concert. Like, we went and saw Sync when I was in middle school. Like, Oh, like, sweet. Yeah. So, like, I, I've been a fan of him for a while. Uh, not that I was really into that concert, but, you know, uh, he was good. I'll say that much. At the time, I never would have admitted to it. At the time, I'd be like, no, it sucked, man. I hate it. It was awful. I can't believe my friends made me go. But now in my 30s, I'm like, no, they put on a pretty good show. Oh, I had a, yeah, I had a, there was a phase. I think it was pre-high school where it was like I was kind of clandestinely really into all the pop music of the time. So it was like instinct, Britney Spears and all that. And I just sure. listened to everything. And I was like, I embrace it now because I'm like, hey, you know what? That was a cultural touchstone. And a lot of those people went off to continue careers and be interesting yeah uh but yeah no i too was like oh no they're they're lame they're lame bye 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 you know yeah. <laughs> Boo. Oh, man. Boo. it's gonna be may whatever that's not gonna be funny that, or a that meme was, later that, that was pretty it was a pretty good show man they, they, they were all over the fucking place gotta say i'm impressed i mean it sucked anyhow <laughs> um yeah, yeah so that's our aware of they've been doing i guess mine's a quite a big throwback some like almost 20 years um but that's cool I'm not old. Nope. <laughs> 20 years younger. <laughs> God. Okay, so this week we are talking the social network. Uh, we mentioned last week that he had kind of exploded onto the scene a little bit with Alpha Dog, um, and everyone was very impressed, and they all really enjoyed him, uh, and they wanted to see what else he could do. And then a couple years later, it was this, and it was like, this is a class a director like one of the best screenwriters in all of hollywood like this is the fucking big leagues so it was really cool that oh and justin timberlake is here yeah no and, and not only that but he he like basically upends the movie when he shows up just his whole performance just yeah yeah, they needed somebody who, in character, because that's who Sean Parker was, would show up and steal the scene of every place he was in. And they went for Justin Timberlake. And it was like, Fincher was spot on. Like, that would, couldn't have been a better casting. <laughs> yeah, when you go down the list in this movie of just things that this movie gets right, like, JT is pretty close to the top. But also, there's just not really any other list of things that don't quite work. Which is yeah. weird going through this again watching it after years of not seeing it i gotta say uh and we'll do a quick breakdown of what the movie is after this but i gotta say this movie uh it aged far better and kind of worse than i thought it would oh same i agree with you completely (laughs) yeah it's a far better movie than i remember but it's a little bit nicer to the people than i think it should be Yeah, we didn't. I, we didn't know what we knew. We don't. Yeah, we, hindsight. You know. Oh, it is so weird watching this. I, I almost messaged you, being like, you know, this movie is great, but I'm not rooting for anyone. In this. Nope, <laughs> not even a little bit. Um, but I, I did the breakdown last week. Do you mind doing this one? Sure, sure, I can do it. Uh, yeah. So the social network starts with uh, Jesse Eisenberg as Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, he gets dumped by Rooney Mara. And he starts a blog post being like, oh, she's such a bitch. And then he creates a face smash or whatever. And then that kind of escalates into essentially stealing a site from some rich kids and making the Facebook. And then that gets turned on its head as he gets like he makes enemies out of everyone along the way. And they end up suing him. And the movie's kind of told 
bouncing back and forth between that. And yeah, it ends with him checking the Facebook status of the girl who dumped him. And yeah, just realizing that maybe he's made some, uh, some poor choices along the way in terms of people. That's it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's it. Um, but for a movie that's so kind of um, exactly what you would expect it to be, it's still somehow surprisingly engaging the whole way through. And it's not like any of this info was like secret behind the scenes. Like, I can't believe how they built Facebook. Everyone was pretty public about a lot of this stuff anyways. So it was really interesting to see a movie that has like, you're never really surprised by what happens, but you're still kind of hooked the whole time. Yeah, no, I remember explicitly uh, when this was about to come out or then, you know, like, hey, they're going to make a movie about the social, like, about the Facebook. Like, really? How engaging could that be? It's, you know, uh, the guy who made Facebook, whatever, cool, we use it. But every step of the way, like you said, yeah, it was, wow, I expected this, but it's so riveting. Yeah, Uh, and and it just comes down to, like brilliant directing, brilliant casting, and just some of the best performances of most of these people's careers, in my opinion. Like I, I like Jesse Eisenberg, but I love him in this thing, and it goes for pretty much everybody in it, except for you know uh, what was his name, Joseph Mazzello, I think it was. Uh, I gotta say, he was better as Tim in Jurassic Park. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> oh well, you know you can't you can't win them all. <laughs> I only I'm joking. Obviously, he's very good in this movie. I just was watching it with Chewie last night, and we're just like. The fuck do we know him from? God damn, he looks familiar. And I remember looking it up before, and I couldn't remember where it was. I'm like, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, ah, we're back in the car again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, even just from moment one, I think that's probably the surprising thing, or the thing that is really important to latch onto is the beginning just opens up out the door. Like, it just starts running. Dialogue is quick. It's very Aaron Sorkin. Very Aaron Sorkin, but just, if you're not used to it, like I wasn't, I think Social Network was my first Aaron Sorkin, just because of reasons, I guess. I'd seen some of his TV before this, so I was already kind of like, I knew what to expect from his pacing, and, and I've done, like, I've looked at some a lot of that he's written, um, and when it's performed correctly, it's like, holy shit, this is one of the best writers ever, but everything sounds very Aaron Sorkin. Right. And yeah, so just that, from that moment, uh, it, it, with Jesse Eisenberg, I think, because I'd seen him in other things, and and even since this movie, I've seen him in things and been like, yeah, that's Jesse Eisenberg, cool. I enjoy seeing him on the screen, but this felt transformative. Oh yeah, um, and I, I would say it for pretty much everyone in the movie. And I I, I don't want to spend the whole episode just talking about uh, uh, Timberlake, but at the same time, like. Everyone else, we'll get to Andrew Garfield in a little bit because I, I feel we got to send time in him and Jesse Eisenberg. But with Timberlake, it, it really, as I kind of said earlier, it made me look at him in an entirely different light. Like it was one of those things where I'm like, you talk transformative with Jesse Eisenberg. I took Timberlake as a guy who got lucky with Alpha Dog, like a role like that was just kind of perfect for him. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And then he got this one, and it's like, okay, I could still see how it's kind of in his wheelhouse, but it really depends on how, like, how well he kind of moves you with it. And I, I think he fucking crushed it. Oh, yeah. Uh, after Alpha Dog, you're like, okay, this could be a fluke. This could be just a matter of good director with good, you know someone who is receptive to those directions. Yeah, it could be like to- uh, 8 Mile with Eminem. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. 
But in this case, it was like he, even though he's playing a character that has similar traits to like the one in Alpha Dog, uh, he does enough that's different. And it's all, I don't want to say subtle because the character's not subtle, but he's able to put something different in it, into the mix oh, yeah. that just changes it. Like the Sean Parker he plays is not the same as, you know, his character in Alpha Dog. And no, uh, I think that's, and, and, I think that's kind of a, kind of what's been cool about this to start off this month. It's like one, two, these, you know, the first movie and second movie, it's a good comparison. It's a good, like kind of bar- barometer to see how he is. And yeah. Cause they're oof. like kind of two sides of the same coin. Like they're both the same, similar, like the most charismatic guy in the room that everybody wants to be friends with, but you're not sure if you really should. Maybe, I don't know. Like the one guy in alpha dog was a drug dealer. This guy is the fucking Napster guy. So, like, they both kind of have, like, reasons to hesitate, but you still kind of get drawn to him. And he plays them both, as you said, differently in kind of a way that is, um, like, one's a little bit more grungy and the other one's a little bit more high class. But you can still see how he was kind of a good fit for both of those. Yeah. And even the, his introduction, Sean Parker's intro scene, waking up in the bed with the, the gal and their banter and all that. And he's like, yeah, no, I did Napster. And it's like, it feels like under anyone else's acting, that could have been cheesy. The moment feels like it should be cheesy. Yeah. And yet it's, it's not like he, he delivers that line and you're like, Oh yeah, no, I, I'm into it. Let's do a business together. <laughs> the, the moments that he gets me the most is usually his scenes with Andrew Garfield. Uh, I think the two of them played off Ooh. each other phenomenally every single time. And specifically in that one where like it's like, let's meet Sean Parker. And Sean Parker shows up and he's buying the drinks, he's buying the food, he's keeping you drunk and, you know, loosey-goosey. And he's like, wouldn't it be cool to be a billionaire? Like all that really cool, suave moment. And you have this one moment where he's like, you know, but with Napster, you know, I won. I beat the record, uh, the record labels. And he's like, didn't they like kind of crush you? And he's like, yeah, would you want to buy a Tower Records anytime soon? Oh. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I know that. I butchered I the that quote a little up. bit, but it's like, whoa, man. <laughs> yeah, that reaction, that whoa, man, is kind of what I felt throughout him and Andrew Garfield's banter together throughout. Yeah. And man, I was on the edge of my seat, even though I've seen this a couple times. When Andrew Garfield gets the like your your shares have been diluted and he freaks out and <sighs> JT kind of gives him that last little salvo that you know he didn't have to be so mean. Oh, he tries to take the victory lap. Oh, it is just so tense. I was so tense, even though I knew what was happening and how it would end. It just like, good lord, those two put them any closer together and the room would have set on fire. And it's just, I think it's it's probably. Uh, Timberlake's best moment in the entire movie. Just that super cocky, suave walk up. Hey, man, here's your 19 grand, bitch. And just the the Ugh. way that like he <laughs> flinches and just stands there like, oh, everyone just saw me shit my pants. <sighs> yeah. And then Andrew Garfield just like, it's like a, like, I feel like a sports fan where I'm just like, oh, it's like that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I finally understand sports when watching a Sorkin film because <laughs> the way the characters banter back and forth, it is as exciting as I imagine watching a sports yeah. <laughs> would be. In it's that, like a sports like, game with a ball. Yeah, because even, even in this movie, even the losers, the people who lose in the power play, still bite back and have a good jab. Like, 
uh, Andrew Garfield's like his final line before he leaves. Like, I like standing next to you because it makes I me forget look the line. Makes me look tough. Yeah. Like, I wasn't breathing, and that even was a gut punch. It's like, damn, no one, everyone's playing for keeps here. Yeah, and he threw you in the mud and kicked you in the teeth. Uh, and, and then the end of that night is the end of his career with Facebook. Like, he goes from there to the underage part, the underage cocaine party, and his entire career is over. And you can just see the fall of Justin, of Sean Parker's Justin Timberlake, Terry, you know what I'm saying. Uh, you can yeah. just see the fall just from, I just hit a million users. I'm totally embarrassed. I'm going to try to pitch how cool I am, and the cops are here, and I'm fucking out. Yep. Oh, it's, and it's so close together. And yeah. it just it's one night in the movie. I'm not sure how it was, was in real life, but in the movie, it's one night. Yeah, it's, it's like Justin Timberlake's character, uh, his Sean Parker, is its own movie in this movie. Oh yeah, and uh, no, it, it's it's the, and I don't want to say this in a way that disparages everyone else in that movie, but JT is what I remember the most, like out of this because it's so lightning. <laughs> sure so I'm, I'm just gonna start tossing words out left and right why not yeah it's it's just energetic and it crackles and i think about his scenes when i think yeah. about this movie and that's saying something because we've also got a soundtrack from trent Reznor and atticus finch david fincher's directing this like other people we've mentioned so far jesse eisenberg andrew garfield all these people are rooney mara in the bits of bit parts and even in that one, she just... She's it, great. Again, it hits you. She, she hits yeah. you really hard with her justified cruelty, you know? Yeah. Oh. But, I mean, as much as I love Justin Timberlake in it, like, I never can say that I only remember it for him because of... Oh, excuse me. Because of Andrew Garfield. I think Andrew Garfield really kind of set the bar for himself in this movie. Kind of, at the same time, Justin Timberlake did, too, and... Unfortunately, I'm not sure if either one of them have ever gotten back up to this level. Um, I think they've both done good things after this, but I still think this might have been their best. Uh, but Andrew Garfield in this movie, he's like the one character that you can almost root for. Except for that, the entire film, you're like, you're doing it wrong, dude. They are leaving yeah. you in the dust. Yeah. Don't you see what's happening, my man? My main yeah. man? You're, you're, they're, they're leaving you behind. And then by the end, you're just like, yeah, no, I'm 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 with I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, the whole it's time weird. I'm like, I kind of like uh, he's the one you kind of want to win, but at the same time, it's like I hate saying it, but you're just watching it happen, going like you're doing this to yourself, man. Like, know who you're doing business with. Like anyone who would even meet Zuckerberg in this movie would be like, no. Hey, do you want to work together? Absolutely not. Yeah. You seem awful. Yeah, no, and it's just it's such a tragic part of the movie. And, you know, when we're out here in L.A. and doing our industry thing and just doing our own hustle, there we are. We have these moments sometimes. And now I've, mm-hmm. I've been the Andrew Garfield character at times for various things. And when you recognize it, it's like, this hurts. You see yeah. it happening. Like, don't, don't do this. Don't do it this way. Just take that leap. Take the jump off the bridge like I didn't or, you know, so on and so forth. Yeah. And it's so potent, so painful, but so good. <laughs> yeah, and he just, he nails it, though. Like, he just nails that that feeling of, oh, fuck, there they go. 
they just left me behind and they did it in the worst way possible. And just that scene where he just comes out and smashes that fucking laptop and just the, you better lawyer up. And you can just see like the rage just kind of like bubbling out of his face, but he's just trying to control it so much and it's just not quite working. It's just fantastic. And that's why it's so good with the follow-up just two seconds later with Justin Timberlake. Like Andrew Garfield really owns that scene. Like no matter how great anyone else is in it, he controls that whole room. Yeah. And as as we're talking, as I'm thinking about it, the, the movie really doesn't let up, does it? I mean, no. That you said as we went from that scene, him smashing the laptop, to then JT's scene. I'm trying to think of a scene where I, I wanted to look away and do something like do something else. Movies naturally have that, and this one didn't really. I think the only time where you could really take a pause is, unfortunately, because I really really enjoy her, but pretty much every the all the Rosita Jones scenes were kind of just. Let's pause and recap for those of you not paying attention. Mm, yeah, true. Like, those don't actually move anything forward other than just, here's where we breathe. <laughs> yeah, it kind of feels like the movie just beats the shit out of Zuckerberg, and then they pause and go, like, but remember, he's not that bad. Like, you know, he's just <laughs> a tech guy. He's just a normal dude who happened to fuck over his friends. Okay, now let's be really mean to him again for the next hour. And then, oh, wait, see, he's not that bad. He, he wants to, you know, talk to the girl he used to like. See, he's, he's an okay dude. Just, Did he learn from his mistakes? Like, Did he learn? I hope so. I'm sitting he here change. in 2020. Uh, no, no, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it is so weird watching this in 2020. It's just crazy, though, that despite all that, despite watching it in 2020, for mm-hmm. a brief moment as this movie hits the credits, the end credits, I do feel kind of bad for Jesse Eisenberg's Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. And I have to remind myself again, right after that moment, like, oh no, we're in 2020. Facebook is bad, actually. And like the movie makes me have to remind myself that. And I, I think that's kind of an interesting quality to this movie. It's just kind of weird because even with his ex-girlfriend, the Rooney Mara character, like at the end of the movie, she has a Facebook account. It almost kind of has this like double-layered thing. Like, yeah, there's all we all have something we don't like about fucking Facebook, but we are still on it. I know that's kind of not what they meant to do with that scene. But now, so many years removed, it does kind of have that other message in there. Yeah. That is also, I hadn't thought of that, but it is kind of interesting. Because, <laughs> yeah, even though we complain about it, we're on there. And yeah. we have to be active on that for... I promote, it, I promote stuff on there all the time. We had a really fun game today, if you didn't see it a few days ago, uh, where we all said something we hate about a movie franchise that pisses off our friends. <laughs> oh, it was, it was nice, nice catharsis for those of us stuck at home. Oh, yeah. And uh, (laughs) let me take this moment to just remind everyone, fuck Tony. Anyhow. (laughs) Oh, we haven't had one of those in a while. No, Uh, this one was... He he left a comment specifically for me. That one was well earned. Um, <laughs> I got to hand it to though; it was fucking funny. Uh, where were we? Where we were? Uh, we were seeing this movie's praises a whole bunch, and Rini Mara and everybody else. Uh, yeah, no, I was trying to find like as with movies that I tend to really like or really appreciate all the elements to. I'm trying to find something to kind of dig at it, and I mean. Initially, the best thing I can come up with is that the face matching of Army Hammer as the Winklevi wasn't perfect, but that's kind of a reach. <laughs> yeah, and even that was like, but it looked really good at the time. That just, the effect hasn't aged that well. It hasn't aged that well, but also, like, Fincher knew that and had his 
DP, like they, they filmed those scenes in such a way that even though it wasn't great, you weren't paying attention to those parts of the screen. Yeah. So even in its imperfection, there was still like, they still managed to mask that. And Army Hammer still did a fucking fantastic job. Like we didn't really talk much about him. And I feel like a lot of people don't with this movie, which is strange because he played, you know, his twin kind of. Yeah. And they have like the best use of uh, in the Hall of the Mountain King on film yeah. that I've seen with that <laughs> rowing sequence. Oh, just the the poor rage they must feel when they're in that after party. And they just keep being like, can't believe you lost by just so little. What a great race. <laughs> I would be the same way. Like, yes, please keep reminding me that I lost. Fuck face. Yeah, it was so close. Hi there. It was so close. It's like, geez. I'm going I'm to murder you all. I'm in such a bad mood. Hey, by the way, uh, Facebook is now international. Uh, right. I'm going to murder someone. <laughs> you guys in the tech sphere were so close. How? Yeah. It's like, geez. Yeah. But, no, I... I I'm yeah I'm, I'm trying I'm I'm yeah it, it's back trying it's to find tough. something that I don't like and that would be the only thing that I I kind of wish Chewie was here for because we had to kind of watch it over two sittings because our yeah. son is going through sleep regression and it is murdering our faces um but she wasn't the biggest fan of it like she said she likes it it's a good movie but it does kind of bother her that the entire movie is just so fast and just talking like not a lot happens beyond conversation throughout like the whole thing is just yabby 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 yabber throughout right right the whole way through and i actually i just something did just pop in my mind there's there's this is a very male movie too and that's to the point of it but i can see that being maybe not as like where you where some of us might be like this is really good it might not hit because it does really embrace the maleness the angry guy techie thing yeah and also it does shine a light on how bad that is and how toxic it is, but at the same time it plays in it. So I could I could see how that would be a turnoff to some people. Yeah, I could see it. But again, I think that's more like it's just, well, then you're just not watching a movie that's for you because if it wasn't in this movie, it would still not, I don't think it would feel right. right. Like I think I think Fincher's pretty good about when to use toxic masculinity. Like he he's made it a pretty big point in a lot of his films. And I think when it's there, it's pretty intentional uh, and handled for the most part, some movies notwithstanding, uh, pretty pretty well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and and I would definitely agree with that. It's just something that I was like, I'm, you know, as you're as you're trying to pull out some no, threads sure. to pull it apart. It's I don't disagree with you. If you're not into that sort of movie, like if the the whole like the the angry bros who are you know basically controlling the planet right now, you don't want to see how they kind of treat each other. Like that just kind of skeeves you out no you're not gonna want to watch this i totally get that yeah yeah and it's, and it's two hours of it too so it's not it's like an unrelenting two hours of that so yeah if you're not ready for it a, it could be like uh, uh, what uh. but it does pr- it does prove its point later in the in the movie so yeah even there it kind of fixes any that that issue pretty well actually yeah um but being that, like, I don't really have that much more else to say about it. Um, we didn't talk that much about Jesse Eisenberg. I, I know we said that we would, but uh, I don't really know what else to say. And then he just really embodied that character. Uh, I, I think you mentioned it earlier, and uh, we kind of mentioned throughout. Like, he just he nails every scene he's in, and he performs just fantastic. And it really kind of makes you both like and hate Zuckerberg, uh, at least when the movie came out. Now you probably have your own opinions on him. Um 
But yeah, yeah. I, I thought he just kind of nailed what he needed to nail. He wasn't um, the flat main character that like everybody else outshines around him. He was just keeping pace with everybody else. Yeah, and and this movie is probably why uh, a few of us like some of us like him more than people might understand. Like if you watch some of it, like his comedies or anything else, it's like okay, yeah, he's fun. But this is like, oh, I really like Jesse Eisenberg as an actor. I like what he's doing, and I'm on yeah. board with him throughout. Like. He, this is a big. This is a different. Like this is just different from everything else. Yeah, like, like you. If you all you had seen is like fucking uh, his Lex Luthor, th- this is uh, a bit more impressive. <laughs> right. Yeah. If you've seen his Lex Luthor or even his um kind of shy, nerdy, introverty guy like in Zombieland. Oh sure. Uh, the first yeah. one. Like those types of roles, or maybe his role in um oh what's the card magic one? Uh, now you see me. Oh like, yeah. Like you've got all those, it's like okay, these are playing in kind of a more genre y type thing, but prestige Jesse Eisenberg is different, day and night different. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, yeah, it just really goes to show. Like th- this was one of those movies where just kind of everything clicked. It was that moment, not brief, but it was a pretty good moment in time where it felt like David Fincher could do fucking no wrong, and not saying that he has. Like I just don't remember what was his last movie. I don't even remember. Uh, Gone Girl was Gone Girl the yeah Gone Girl oh okay yeah and then uh, some episodes of Love Death and Robots like the long the short of it is like he, he doesn't really miss that often like uh, Girl the Dragon Tattoo was good uh, Gone Girl was good I don't think either of them were fantastic but like he, he doesn't make bad it's just at least his bare minimum is pretty fucking good yeah and it's it's one of those interesting situations where you see oh David Fincher David Fincher's doing a movie and yep I'm there. I know yeah. what I'm going to get quality wise. And it's not like a, an expected, like, oh, it's boring. Like, <laughs> it's not a bad thing to get what you expect from him. But yeah. what we expect from him is pretty high. And he delivers every time. Nearly every time. I, 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 yeah. I haven't rewatched Fight Club in a long time. And I'm kind of afraid to because of a few friends who have who are like, it does not age well. Like, yeah. Uh, I saw it maybe a while back. And the content does not age well. And really just my that subject matter just doesn't work for me, but the filmmaking like is still on point. That's fair. And, and I, and it would be interesting to go back. I don't want to, cause there's too many other movies to see, but it would be interesting to go back and apply some of this lens that we're applying here to the, this Fincher with Justin Timberlake and just that level of acting he's getting out of people. Yeah. That's that he's very still true. getting intense acting from these people and he's playing in that toxic male space, but he's, Maybe, you know, maybe if anything, it's the content, the writing of it that's not that doesn't quite handle that properly. Yeah, that's fair. No, that that's actually a good way to look at it because even if the movie itself doesn't hold up, what he had to do with the material at the time, it just might be a out of time thing. It just yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um. Okay. So then I would say let's move into favorite parts. I I think I guess I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure you and I will probably have the same favorite part. Because uh, we both kind of sang its praises throughout the entire moment, um, but I'll go first with the uh, the scene where Amber Andrew Garfield fake punches at him because it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, that, that one's a good one. Uh, I I think just to shake it up, I'll, I'll I'll pick a different one. Let's see. All the kind of like the misogyny aside, the initial hacking setting up the we're building a team we're building a site that i like that in movies and shows where 
you see that like they know the spark they see it they're getting started they're like this rough and tumble group and you know you got that montage of he's got the algorithm on the window they're oh, testing yeah. things out they're chilling at the computers with a pizza and a, a do you know clacking away at the keyboard like that whole montage i think i just really liked seeing that that energy and that grassroots grungy thing and friend and of the show uh eric steffens is in that montage really he is he's playing poker in one of them he's uh smoking a cigarette playing poker with a bunch of kids i'm gonna have to go back and check that out then because wow i remember seeing in theaters and not having spoken to him in a little while and then seeing him pop up i'm like what the fuck (laughs) immediately (laughs) texted him like i like uh, as soon as i walked to the theater i'm like were you in social network he's like yeah man it was a good time (laughs) (laughs) crazy (laughs) um Double features. Double features. Hmm. I hmm. I'm gonna go just for the fuck of it, because I think it would be funny. Uh, I'm gonna say start your evening with the social network and follow it up with the artist. So go from all the talking in the world to none. Okay. Huh. It'll be a like real it. gear shift. Yeah, yeah. And a style of filmmaking shift, too. Oh, yeah. It seems like, like a splash of cold water to your face. Ooh, like an immediate, like, slowdown. <laughs> yeah. Not a slowdown, necessarily, because there's still some energy in the artist, but... There's a ton of energy in that movie. The movie's, movie pops. It's not my favorite yeah. movie. It's just kind of okay as a silent film, but it's still a good movie. You know what? I I will mm, sticking to the theme of the month. Let me let me pick a, a JT thing. Okay. Let's see if we can go against type here. Actually, you know what? Yes, I I think uh, trolls would be the one that you watch. <laughs> you start with the Social Network, thinking you're in for a prestige film, and then you jump over to trolls, and it's just get ready for a complete gear shift for JT. Yeah, that that would be a yeah. uh, be a fun night. <laughs> yeah, I, I want people to be like, this is real, like their first sight being like, oh, quality, really good, and then what? I mean, social network's kind of a bummer, and I don't care who you are, trolls will pick you up. Yeah, like you might be like, god damn, this movie's kind of annoying, but by the end of it, you'll be like, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll be going into trolls. Yeah, that's true. We'll be going into trolls like similarly grumpy to jt's yeah. character in that and then at the end we will you know turn our true selves and be full of something spark song glitter yep, spark i don't remember <laughs> <laughs> i only kind of half pay attention with it when goran watches it he, he's more of a minions guy uh yeah thanks sam uh <laughs> okay so i think we've done it right Covered yeah it? we did it uh so next week if you would like to watch along we'll be watching in time uh, Ooh. We, we've had uh, two pretty solid JT movies and now we uh, we might be going a different direction <laughs> uh, I joke I actually really enjoy this movie it's really silly and fun um, and I, I think Justin does the absolute best he can I'm not sure if he and the director were on the same page and we will get into that next week uh, because I, I think they both were doing the best they could and it just didn't quite get there 
Um, oh well <laughs> but it's still a fun movie like even with that in mind it's still just enough silly bonkersness that it's like eh, time is money i get it uh that you will have <laughs> a good time while watching it like it, it's kind of tough to hate there it'd have to be way dumber um or way smarter okay. like it's just kind of like that perfect squishy oh, this isn't very good but i'm enjoying myself so uh all right that's my preview for in time uh, and I, I look forward to talking about that next week. And other plugs, be sure to check out ATHpod.com for uh, all of our shows, including the one that John will talk about, and Corona Cartoons, which will hopefully be back on Monday. We uh, had to skip a weekend because, as my I mentioned earlier, my son has decided that he only needs a couple hours of sleep a night instead of the normal like 12 that a toddler gets. He's going like two. So uh, time has been fun. Anyhow, i <laughs> hoping to get back to Corona Cartoons, but it might take another week off. Uh, and then be sure to check out Samwise and Damage Boost and John's show. Yeah, that's Demon Days, an actual play podcast with a focus on fiends and the friends who play them. Uh, we're still trucking along doing the best we can, you know, given that we're all in different places and isolated from each other. Uh, but every time we come to the table, it's just, I don't want to get too cheesy with it, but what the hell? It's like coming home, you know, <laughs> with these characters at this point. So we're having a, a great time. Uh, but then another thing I would recommend everyone do is uh, check out our Discord server. We have a link to it on the website mm. uh, where we all hang out and just post random shit. I'll post a lot of GIFs and sometimes memes and, you know, Animal Crossing things sometimes. <laughs> I will usually just kind of uh, be sitting at work, a.k.a. my desk at home, and look at my computer going... <laughs> I'm kind of bored. I'm going to find the most random GIF I can and throw it in the uh, the Discord chat and see if anybody has a reaction. Um, oh, yeah. It, it's been pretty fun. I don't do it every day, but I, I do it when I can. Um, and much to what John was just saying, I'd say be sure to follow us on Facebook where we have been doing a lot of more like fun interactive games and people have been having a pretty good time with it so far. Uh, so I'd say come hang with us there as well. All right. I think that's it. I'm going to say goodbye. Alrighty. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Billions.